Hello friends, welcome to the Made You Smile podcast. I'm Melinda. And I'm Carrie. And we're here to make you smile. It's in the name. Hope you enjoy. How was it? How was your Thanksgiving? Happy after Thanksgiving. Happy after Merry Christmas, everybody. Is it okay well, now? Can we can say we? it? I oh, think yeah. so, because I just came from decorating and endless decorating and more decorating. So you what? were in charge. I was in charge and, of the turkey. And let's be clear, the person in charge of the turkey is in charge. There is weight on that. Like, if you don't get the turkey right, yeah. people don't eat. Okay, first of all, how many people did you feed from one turkey? Well... Gosh, I don't even know how many came. I mean, my both my brothers, my one of my brothers has three children. Mm-hmm. My older brother has four kids who have all started having kids. Yep, three or four mm-hmm. kids themselves. So there's great grandchildren. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I planned on thirty to thirty to thirty five. Okay, and it says a pound per um, per person per person. Okay, of turkey, but. You know, kids are not going to really They're not go gonna for the eat turkey. That. You're not going to eat a pound of turkey. Plus, we had a spiral ham Okay, with it. so there was more so protein. So, I asked okay. my mom, who's been doing this for a long time, yep. Mom, what what size turkey should I get? And she said, go ahead and get a 20-pound um, a turkey. Huh, okay. 18. So, I ordered a turkey from this place. Uh-huh. Um, and if you're interested in knowing, I wanted to try a free-range fresh turkey. Oh. This year. I didn't want... Because... Okay, there are people that are very particular about their turkey meat. Right. Being dry and mealy. And some yeah, people say because yeah. it's frozen rock solid that yep. that can change the taste. And so I thought, I'm going to order a fresh turkey. Mm-hmm. So that in itself was an ordeal. Okay. But this company, if y'all are interested, I'll have Carrie put it in. Yeah. They did a great job. It was not cheap. No, ordering a free range turkey is yes, usually not, not going to be cheap. Yeah. But anyway, so I, I went with that. I thought, okay, and I've done the turkey for Thanksgiving before, but it's been probably five or six years. Yeah. So I thought, well, I'm going to give myself the best odds of a good tasting turkey. Just and I'm going to go ahead order and put, that sucker. I'm going to order yeah. that turkey. Yeah. And so, and then I went and found. And I read more. I, we may have discussed this last time, Carrie. I did I? Did we discuss whether I read so much about turkeys? I know <laughs> so many different ways. To so next year, next year you'll have your own turkey hotline, well, and people and can this, call in. The and, thing is, nobody agrees on one right no, way to do yeah, a turkey. No, and stuff. Yeah. So I, although I read so much, who yeah. knows if I was going to land on the right preparation it's a gamble it's yeah but i did the wet brine method which is which is you're gonna make up a brine which is typically like a cup of salt per gallon of water and also brown sugar like you can add a cup of brown sugar and then you can throw spices you can throw lemon and thyme and i put smoked paprika i put chili powder I put garlic powder, lots of these things in this brine, Mm. and you put your turkey down in it for um, up to, because this was a large turkey, I brined it for 24 hours, and then I let it sit in the refrigerator for Mm -hmm. 24 hours. Anyway, who knows if this is going to work? You know, I mean, I'm just going, please let it work. So morning of Thanksgiving, I set my alarm for five in the morning. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm looking at the hours to cook a turkey this large. Yeah. And if you go in the oven with it, I mean, and go by, it's going to be five, five and a half hours to cook a turkey this, this big. So I yeah. set my alarm for five to get up and get it oh, all gosh. buttered and slathered and, you know, yeah. everything, get it out of the brine. Well, it wasn't in the brine anymore. It's sitting in the fridge, but get it out of the fridge. And my mom had a roaster oven that I tried, roasting oven, mm -hmm. Betty Crocker. And I remember when the turkey came and we unpacked it, um, I'm looking at it and I'm like, Greg? I don't know if this turkey's going to fit in this roaster. And he kind of does his, you know, gives his, his <laughs> yeah. eye and his look. His and he's best. looking at the turkey and he's looking at it. And he's like, it's going to fit. It's going to fit. It'll fit. You know, men with their positive views. Shove it you know, in there. Right. It'll, yeah. It'll go. Absolutely. Well, morning of, we get out and we're wrestling. I'm wrestling a big old wet buttered down turkey, <laughs> which is not unlike a toddler trying yeah. to get, when you get the, just, a, a toddler out of the bath. Trying to bathe a toddler. You know, you're bathing it and they're all slippery and slick and they yeah. go sliding across the yeah. floor if you, yeah. you know, lose it. Well, that's what this turkey was like. The dogs were very hopeful that I was not going to be able to wrestle yeah. this turkey into the roaster. And I did. I managed to get it in. And I'm plugging it in. And I, oh, and I ordered a, a meat thermometer that goes yes. to my phone. Nice. So I don't have Fancy. to. Because I read if you, you can't keep checking on the no, turkey in a roaster oven, it. Yeah. you're going to lose all it. Yep. Of the heat. Can confirm. I get it in there. I get the, I'm worried about getting the meat thermometer in the right place. And I get it in there where it's, I put it in the thigh meat and um, go to put the lid on. And it's about half an inch from closing. Like the turkey oh, no. is so tall. Oh no. It is. It is a small toddler curled up in a roaster oven. <laughs> I mean, it was that big. That's a very and, dark thought. It is. But, but for like visualization, that's where that's we're going. That's what it was. It was that size. <laughs> and Greg goes, so we wound up rolling foil and putting foil around the edge of the um, roasting oven and setting the lid on. Long story longer. <laughs> um, it came out so good. Yum. It was probably the best juiciest turkey I've ever had. Everybody was raving. Everybody was wanting, you know, wanting to know how you did yeah. it. I'm already panicked because I know two, one, I'm going to be asked next year to do it again. Yeah. Two, did I copy down the recipe? Yeah. Or did I just find it online? Yeah. And not, and I couldn't find it again, but fortunately oh my knowing my, I knew my brain. Mm -hmm. Thank you past Melinda for knowing yes. future Melinda. <laughs> And I screenshotted the recipe. So nice. Anyway, nice. Great. I recommend the wet brine method. Well, as Chris Havard would say, you and I both know Chris from he was at my church. Now he's at your church. Yes. Uh, uh, you've done you've you've done messed up. You went well, messed up. You did a good job. You did a good job, and I'll you'll be asked to do and it you again. Know, you know what we had for dinner last night? Turkey. Turkey pot pie. Yum. I have all those turkey oh, leftovers and that's I made so some good. turkey pot pie. We so. um we always deep fry. Now I've never tried that. Cajun never deep fry. That. So uh the and the torch was passed to Randy and his brother Steven. Mm. So they did the turkeys this year. And I say turkeys plural. We did three turkeys. Oh. And um so you inject it with like I, I can't remember the name of it. It's some seasoning, some guy's name, but it's like you you get 
put it in a syringe and you inject it into you the get turkeys. Moisture into the turkey. And then yeah. what he do? Oh, he put like Cajun seasoning all over it, and then you rub that in, and then you just lower it into a deep fryer outside, and and they've been doing it for so long. You see all these horrible videos of gone wrong, yeah. but they're not. They're not doing it right. I mean, obviously, they didn't compensate they for didn't read the, directions. the weight of the turkey going into the oil, all that. But um, they knocked it out of the ballpark. Like, it was, it was. How long does it take very to deep good. fry? Um, a so, let's see. How, how big well, okay, were you they? said three turkeys. How, how large were each of the turkeys? I can't think? remember how big they were. They were, they definitely weren't 22 pounders. They were probably more like 10. Okay. Okay. So, so, to so get it wait, into the, it's yeah, like but... a, it's like three minutes per pound. And I want to, I want to say each turkey took about 30 minutes. What is that? come out to 30, yeah. 10, 10 pounds. 10 pound turkeys, yeah. Yeah, so that's right. So that's that's about, and my Samanos, you know, like plus or minus. Some took a little bit longer and, and others, you know, but um, yeah, it was that my, my brother-in-law, Stephen, did the thermometer, but we just, we had to poke it every, when he'd bring it out and he had to poke it with the thermometer and he was like, breaks my heart every single time I do that because you just see that juice, juice running, running yeah. out. He was like, oh, I can't, I don't want to do it again, but I have to because it just, it kills me to have to do it. But it was fantastic. It was so good. We had, so for Thanksgiving Day, we had me and Rachel and Randy because Graham's in Hawaii and then Randy's parents, his mom and dad, and then my brother and sister-in-law and their two children. So that was for five, six, seven, eight, nine, about nine people on the day. And then Saturday, all the family came up, and then we had about 45 people there. And nice. that was big. That We had to move that one down to the volunteer fire department. So um, that was fun. But, um, yeah, so it was a good time. Have you? Do you know who, uh, you know who Alan Tudyk is, the actor Alan Tudyk? He's in one of our favorite movies, A Knight's Tale. He's the one that I'm going to give you a good your entrails will be your extrails. Yes, yes. (laughs) Pain, pain. He's from Allen, right? He graduated from Allen High School. Did he? That's right. He he did. Yes. Yes, he graduated from... I'm such a huge fan of his. He's He's done... hysterical. He is a character actor. He's done so many... uh, In fact, he is the... In the new Disney movie, the, the one with the wish... He's in that. Oh, okay. He plays the little donkey, Valentino, I think. I just, I follow him on social media. But he did, he he did a video of himself doing the turkey. And he said, they don't do anything to it. All they do, and he goes, it comes out perfectly juicy every single time. The only thing they do is roast it upside down. You protect the. Uh, I know why. And you want to know you... why? I can tell you <laughs> because I have read you know, every article. You know. So you know me. If I have to do something, what do I do? Obsessively research. Research because <laughs> it comes down Enneagram to the, one. <laughs> it comes down to the fear of failure. No, uh, maybe you're just so. interested. I just think you like learning. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you you seek out. <laughs> we'll wisdom. go with that. Listen, yes, you seek out no, wisdom. for sure. That's it. So you're it. looking for people who most of us better. just wing it. But the thigh meat is going to take longer to cook than the breast. Oh, okay. You, the white meat typically the breast dries out faster. 
And so depending on where the elements are in your oven, turning it upside down, for example, in the roaster oven, that's often a good thing to do because you protect yeah. um, the breast from getting dried out, letting the thigh meat cook longer. Okay. So I well, didn't do that. I didn't need to. It was still, we need was to, still dry. We need to set our calendar for next year and have this conversation before Thanksgiving. Yes. No. So we can talk we about. We will post next year. I'm going to post that rec recipe, yes. which I have screenshotted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, screenshotted? Screenshot? Well, you took a picture of it. I took Did a you picture. screenshot it on your phone? Yes. Or did you take a picture of the actual recipe? Okay. No, no you I did found a it on my You know what screenshot is. I know what yes, it means. Yes, you do. Yes, ma'am. Look at you being technical minded. We will post it yes. and let y'all know. Because some people have turkey all over again for Christmas. Yeah, you Some might people be, do. You might be doing it again. We don't, but I know Right now, if you need do. a place to store a turkey the size of a toddler, um, <laughs> my refrigerator is currently still set up for the five-gallon bucket <laughs> that is holding the... Your little to honey, turkey toddler. Yeah, my turkey toddler. <laughs> it is the shelving configuration is still set that way. You're welcome to come You're and rent store. It. You'll rent it out. Yeah, you can <laughs> store your turkey. Make a little extra Christmas money by renting out your turkey space. <laughs> This is the very first time I've ever seen this. On our way back mm -hmm. from Arkansas. Um, now, way up in the hills in Arkansas is, in the Ozarks, is where my family, Randy's family lives. The Varnells live way up in there. About 500 acres of land. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Love it. Um, there is a black bear that has been wandering around. And every now and then he'll wander into he or she. I don't know. I'm. I don't know what what which you way the you bear don't wanna, is. You know, yeah, hurt it could be a male bear. It could be a female bear. Right. But whichever, they're curious and they want to know what what are humans? What's this dog? I don't know what that. So they'll you know they'll they'll wander in wander and get a little close. So. Black bear live in Arkansas. Lots of black bear. I don't know about Texas. Do they live in Texas? Um, North Texas, near the Red River. Okay. And East Texas. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, bear. yeah. They're um, starting to wander further. You know, yeah. Down. Yeah. So they they were endangered in Arkansas for a little while. Uh, but then they, I've actually been, when my father-in-law was, uh, uh, what do you call it, the Game and Fish Commissioner for the state of Arkansas, we got to go on a two-mile hike with a bear biologist. I remember that. During the winter and see where a mama bear was hibernating down in her little with her, didn't she have cubby cubs hole. With her? She had two cubs. Adorable. Now, the cubs were not sleeping like the mama was, So, but they just get in there and cuddle. But they go and they weigh the bears and they see how they're doing and just track them. And so we got to be a part of that one time and it was amazing. But now the bear population is growing fast. And so now it is legal again to hunt black bear. That's how much the population has mm -hmm. grown. But now they we need to start controlling the, the Yes. So 
on our way back on the road, on the highway, there was a bear crossing sign. I had never seen one of those in Arkansas. I've, I've seen maybe deer crossing mm-hmm. or something like that. But apparently there's so many bears now that they've had to put a bear crossing sign up. So, which I love. I love black bears. But I was on my phone, like Randy was driving home from Arkansas and I was on my phone and on Instagram, just looking through as I'm Probably riding, looking riding along. through the messages that I sent you. Yes. On, yes. Because that's what Carrie and I do back and forth. <laughs> so do you remember, okay, there's there's a, a rhyme that helps you know what snakes are good. Red and yellow. Kill a fellow. Kill a fellow. Red, red on black, black. Friend, friend of, of Jack. Jack. That's it. So they have one for bears. Oh. There was this post that said... And I mean, it's good advice. It's like, uh, if it's brown, lay down. If it's black, fight back. If it's white, say goodnight. (laughs) (laughs) And so it was like, if you get in a fight with a polar bear or if you get chased by a polar bear, make your your peace with the Lord because it's over. You're going to see Jesus. if I want to lay but, down in front of a grizzly. Well, there was a video. What prompted it was there was a video of some people, some campers by a river and a grizzly bear was, it was a really shallow part of the river. So he was running up the river, in the river. And I mean like galloping full speed. And those campers, they were videoing it. There's no way you can outrun a grizzly mm-hmm. bear. So they all just laid down and there, you could see their feet but that's about it because they were they were laying back and just being as still as they could. And that bear just came galloping by, paused, saw him, didn't, didn't take his eyes off of them as he ran by. But then he just kept on running. And that's what prompted the, okay, here's the rules. If, you, if it's brown, lay down. If well, it's black, be- fight back. If it's white, uh, say goodnight. <laughs> And then in the comments, and I was dying. So if it's if it's brown, lay down. If it's black, fight back. If it's white, say goodnight. If it's gummy, in my tummy. <laughs> <laughs> it said, put it in my oh. tummy. Somebody commented that. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, so if you ever encounter nope, nope. a bear, nope. pretty much nope. that's what everybody said. I have also heard... If it's a grizzly, run downhill. If you're going to run. Yes. And it's hard to fight that instinct, oh, I yeah. think. If you're oh, going to yeah. run, run downhill yep. because they're so strong. They definitely can beat you uphill, but they're awkward. Well, I think it's because they're, is it their front paws are shorter? Their front legs are shorter than their back up. legs. And they can't run as fast down downstairs, there was, downhill. I was watching a video. There was a hiker on a trail, and he was hiking and came around oh, on a black bear yeah yes and that black bear he started backing up and yeah. there's probably cubs because i yeah i think usually with black bear if they're really aggressive i think they're gonna have yep. it's a mama with her cubs yep but he was he was walking backward with his phone pointed forward watching and it. he's hey bear and he could yeah. hey hey, hey bear. bear hey he bear would, that bear would charge and then yeah then yeah. stop yeah. and it followed him i mean i'm thinking that bear was thinking dinner. Yeah. Yes. And then easy meal. The other the oh the other did you say, oh my gosh it's so chilling 
the skier, the woman that was skiing oh, downhill. Oh, there's one chasing her, yes. And she's listening, and and you can hear the bear in the background, but she doesn't see the bear. she's got ear she's, pods in or it's something. It's chilling, but she, I don't you know, know how way, that ended. I'm going to assume that she's okay. That's but. the way, if I'm going to be eaten by a bear, I want to be oblivious like that. Just ski. La, 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 la. <laughs> Just go. I don't know. Lord, please don't take me that way. I don't want to go by bear. Uh, I don't want to go by bear. That, that, please and thank you. (laughs) That would be great. Thank you very much. do that we're having such a good conversation and i forget to hit about the verse i forget to hit record so anyway okay here we go hey we hope you've (laughs) we're gonna do it all i'm gonna learn it all over all over again uh we hope you've had a great day great week and we wanted to tell you something that's coming up that we're very excited about the advent we have our advent series coming up yeah bible Resident Bible Nerd. RBN, Resident Bible Nerd Kelly Matthews is coming back to share some fun. Like, I say fun. To me, it's fun because it's amazing and wonderful. But uh, we're going to be looking at some Isaiah, my favorite. So what you're going to bring us another scripture yes. from prophecy of what's yes, to come. Yes, I thought I'd kick us off with a little bit of Micah 5. Um, Uh, Chapter 5, verse 2 says, But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me, one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days. You know what? Isn't that cool? That's really cool. I love it. But I listened to that and I thought, I wonder how you diagram that sentence. That's just the way my brain works. There's a works, way to do it. Like, There's a way to do it. That I was know a they hard they can do coming it. Coming forth of old. Yeah. And, but yep. anyway. Yep. Hey, did you know what Bethlehem Ephrathah means? I do because this is I the just, second time we went through it. But I'm going like, to pretend, pretend like, like I don't. You don't know. No, I don't. See, um, well, I, you're about to learn something. Uh, <laughs> Bethlehem Ephrathah means house of bread. Bread. We were, before we went into all this, we were talking about, you were asking, how's your diet How's your, how'd you do over Thanksgiving? And I did well. But I sit there and think, (laughs) I'm just thinking, bread cannot be bad at all when it's referred to so many times in the Bible. And Jesus is the The, what? The bread Bread of of life. life. Yes. So. Yes. Bread and wine. We can have that. It's the body and the blood. And I'm. And, 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 and he's (laughs) Stick it to it. Yeah. The gift. He's also the gift. Let's the don't forget that. The best thing of Christmas. Yes. Jesus loves you. You can't mess that up. <laughs> <laughs>